Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here. Today's date is May 13th, 2020. So I'm titling today's rant, The Media is Catching Up. Now, I want to say the mainstream media in Canada is finally starting to catch on to, I guess, some of the things that Lewis and I have been talking about for the past number of months. And... And if Lewis and I were to have been talking about it, chances are that you have been talking about it amongst your circles of friends and whatnot. Or perhaps you haven't, and perhaps we are just ahead of the curve. And we often on this show tend to be ahead of the curve. So, again, what am I talking about? Well, on this show in November, I believe it was, you heard Lewis predict that Canada was going to be in a recession this spring. Now, here we are with 13% unemployment, and yes, this recession was without a doubt accelerated by our country's overreaction to the Wuhan virus, and yes, I will call it the Wuhan virus again, and I will explain that one a bit more after this particular subject, but here we are. We've lost literally millions of jobs, and a lot of those jobs are not coming back, And now the mainstream media has finally caught on. And now they're finally saying, yes, this country is in a recession. And yes, there is a significant percentage of businesses in Canada that will most likely not reopen on the other end of this recession. And a lot of jobs that have left will unfortunately not be coming back. So one of those things, again, you hate to be right about, but here we are. This country is in a world of trouble, especially with the debt piling up as large as it is. And we'd also talked about that little gem as well. And today, Pierre Polyev was grilling Finance Minister Bill Morneau, trying to get him to admit that there is a debt problem in this country, which, of course, he would not do. But our debt is is set to soar to $1 trillion by the end of this year. $1 trillion. Now, if you take a million dollars, and I can't actually even fathom what a million dollars would look like, but multiply that by, well, by another million. So one million squared, $1 trillion. That's... Let's just say it's a lot. And, of course, Mr. Morneau would not answer anything that Mr. Polyev was attempting to ask him in the House of Commons today. Big surprise. And it comes out that Mr. Trudeau, of course, who can never really answer a question when he's actually in the House of Commons, but is more than happy to ask them when it's a softball question handed to him by his media lapdogs when he does his daily condescension in front of Rideau Cottage. Of course, also is unwilling to talk about 
the recession. And what's more is the government not prepared to talk about that Lewis and I have been talking about for at least two months now, if not a little longer, probably three months. And that is the upcoming bankruptcy crisis. In fact, we've been talking about that since at least November. And that is finally something that the mainstream media has finally decided to hit on. And now it's being talked about in even such fine established rags as the Globe and Mail. And the Toronto Red Star is talking about the recession is going to have cases of domestic violence on the rise, which is already happening. And talking about what else did Lewis and I say? Oh, an increase in addictions and an increase in homelessness. And the list goes on. And of course, what else should we say that we're very worried that the rate of suicide is also going to go up? And what do you know? Now the mainstream media is, is concerned about depression and concerned about domestic violence and concerned about addictions. Well, of course, what else do you think comes with, with poverty? And especially since when we've been beating this drum since last fall, since half of Canadians were $200 or less away from not being able to pay their bills every month, that number is also going up. Half of Canadians are flat out broke. And unfortunately, this recession accelerated by the Wuhan virus has done nothing but exacerbate that problem for a lot of the Canadians who are already the, the working poor and the lower income uh, jobs, because mostly that is the jobs that have been lost in this economy. And we're starting to see now when rent has gone unpaid for two months that, yeah, there is a problem. And I really appreciate that the mainstream media is now starting to shed some light on this problem. But unfortunately, because the mainstream media is still beholden to the government who is throwing $600 million of your tax dollars at them, they're still not really attempting to hold the Trudeau government to account for any of these actions that have brought this on. And it's really unfortunate, but at least the eyes are starting to open. So I can at least say I appreciate that the mainstream media is actually catching on to what you and I can, as regular Canadians have been saying for six months already. All right. I mentioned the Wuhan virus because now here's also where the mainstream media is finally starting to catch on. Now, I had to get this this little gem from the States, and this is something that you will never hear on the mainstream media in Canada as long as Justin Trudeau is in charge because he does admire China's basic dictatorship. October of 2019, the American spies were able to determine that in a laboratory district in the city of Wuhan, China. Hmm, I think I know that name. At any rate, they noticed cell phone activity was interrupted in the in the city of Wuhan in October, whereas normally in the normal course of day, people go to and from their work, their shopping, what have you. So cell phone signals will ping from Tower A to Tower B to Tower C, etc. Well, all that activity abruptly stopped at one point in October of last year in the district where these laboratories are located in Wuhan. And 
so the conclusion that the U.S. military drew from this was that these laboratories must have been locked down and the area barricaded, which is why all these cell phones suddenly just stopped pinging in multiple locations. But of course, no one talked about that. And then suddenly November, and you can actually read the timeline for this on the Axios.com website, which is amazing. Like I say, the larger media outlets are finally starting to catch on and actually start doing their jobs. I believe November 17 was when the first case in Wuhan of a person reporting pneumonia-like symptoms was reported in a hospital. But of course, there was still no mention of this, this virus from the Chinese Communist Party. And it wasn't until January, of course, the January 21st, January 20th it was, before the Chinese Communist Party was even prepared to admit that this Wuhan virus could be transmitted from person to person. All this time, people were traveling to and from Wuhan by the millions in a province of Hubei, which, in which Wuhan is the largest city, the province contains 58 million people. And as Lewis has said, as the city went into lockdown, the airport stayed open to fly people out of Wuhan. And yes, when the city of Wuhan got locked down on January 23rd, the airport stayed open to fly 5 million people out of Wuhan without checking any of them for any of these pneumonia-like symptoms that were starting to afflict the city in large numbers, causing a lockdown because it was a big celebration for Chinese New Year. So people were traveling extensively throughout the country and taking that Wuhan virus with them. And we see now where, where that has left us. Another point that Lewis had mentioned 21 million Chinese cell phones went dead in the period since the Wuhan virus has showed up. Now, CTV News, and dutifully fact-checking their, their facts, have, have fact-checked that, yes, indeed, 21 million cell phone numbers did go dead in China since the Wuhan virus, but that doesn't mean that it's because the virus killed 21 million people. They statement they got from China's three largest cell phone carriers was, oh, just people that had multiple cell phone numbers decided that they would shuttle their their alternate cell phone numbers because of a change in lifestyle due to the lockdown. And my BSO meter started to get into the red when I heard that, because if you think everywhere else in the world, what were cell phone carriers here in Canada doing? Well, they were actually extending service and giving people more data and for giving, you know, overages on texting or long distance calls, knowing that our lifestyles changed as well because suddenly we are using our phones more. So something doesn't quite pass the smell test when you start telling me that 21 million cell phones go dead in China because people want less service. It just doesn't really seem right to me. What a does do though is starts to make some of these YouTube videos that people have been sending me look a little more realistic. Now, when you see the ones, for example, that had people in what looked like radiation suits out fogging the streets of Wuhan and trucks misting the air, 
makes me wonder if perhaps they were battling that virus a little more vigorously than what we have been getting told. But anyway, it certainly does give one food for thought anyway, Canada. And I guess all I can do is urge you to keep the keep keep challenging the mainstream media here in Canada because they haven't been telling you the whole story and even now that they are finally starting to open up a little bit more i would still be skeptical if you're ever going to get the full truth 